1: This is a 680 The Fan podcast. To hear more live and local sports content like this, tune into 680 AM or 93.7 FM or download the Fan app. She's just 60 years old. No, no, no. Leave her no. By the way, if you said this is your
2: favorite love song, I hope you don't use your real name on or, Twitter. Or I hope you're 17.
3: She's 16. There's no. You're like 19. There's an issue. A big issue. Ease. Happy Valentine's Day. mean Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FN. You know the only what I thought of when I think about Benny
2: Donuts now? I think of a guy who creeps around windows. Yeah, he's no longer with he us. You. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like, when you go, is he saying what I think he's saying? Yeah. He sort of then turns into the ultimate creep. Yeah,
3: he's wearing sunglasses at night, standing outside a window, trying to see what he can see. What's the big deal? Not allowed in certain parts of the county, school districts He's on a list of some sort. Uh, what's your favorite love song, with it being Valentine's Day? That is the X-Platform question of the day. The national champions in college football set another record. We'll go on campus in about 15 minutes or so from now.
2: I had somebody just ask me a question. Let me just do this. We had to rush through it a little bit. That Barry Bonds thing from at MLB, remember, the MLB network, their Twitter account, is basically an extension of the top. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's a missing in action, Rob Manfred. He's on top of this pyramid. If you feel and you do this about Barry Bonds, the commissioner has an option to say, you know, again, I know he's eligible. He's been on the right and ballot. But there there could actually be more from the commissioner. If you're acknowledging this, all of those numbers, some of them clean, some of them steroids, allegedly, uh, you then should be the ones leading the pitch to say, hey, man, Barry Bonds is supposed to be in the Hall of Fame. I doubt Rob Manfred only shows up three times a year. I don't think this is going to be one of them. That's just strange. That's the real MLB account.
3: I happen to think Barry Bonds should be okay. in the Hall of Fame because I think before he started doing all of that stuff, mm-hmm. he was a Hall of Famer. Yeah, But and obviously he, that's going to work against him because everybody knows what he was doing.
2: Him and Clemens are the two that seem to be, if you're going to make the exception, stop whispering about it, uh, and just put him in the Hall of Fame. They were good enough to be Hall of Famers without. I don't necessarily agree with that. They've had a chance to get into the Hall of Fame, but that's the MLB account. So that means the commissioner is now endorsing this guy, and he believes those numbers are the real numbers.
3: Pitchers and catchers did report down to Northport today, and A.J. Minter, one of the pitchers down there already, is quoted in an interview as saying, I think we need to get everyone focused coming into spring training like, hey, this is World Series or bust. So this is now the second Braves pitcher, along with Spencer Strider, that we've heard say that about the attitude that the club has to take this year.
2: But I don't know really what that means. On February 21st, they're all together, three days before their first spring training game. What you, what, who's going to be the switch guy? Who's flipping a switch? It's too long a season for this. I know what he means. He's right. It's, it's World Series or bust. In, in other bust words, practice. if we
3: don't win a World Series, it's a failure. The yes. season's a failure.
2: Right, but that doesn't it's help a you. bust. But it doesn't help you on a Tuesday in June. That's my point. It doesn't help you on a Tuesday in June.
3: You're right. Day in, day out, it doesn't help you. No. But it's better than the attitude that I think he used to be here in the past. Well, you know, at least we won enough to get into the yeah, yeah. season. Yeah, no, that's that's not a thing. That, that snobbish attitude that this franchise used to have is long gone. Because I think Alex Anthopoulos feels the same way. Oh God, yeah. We don't want a World Series. The season's a failure.
2: I think if you, if you line them all up, you, you do Braves Fan Fest Part 2, and you line them up and say, i got one question for you. You don't, want to, you don't want a World Series this year. 104 wins. Whatever scenario you want, 104 wins, you get to the World Series, you don't win it. Success or failure? There's not anybody that would call that a successful season. So that's good. I think they're all on the same page.
3: So six catchers are there, Domino, 32 pitchers, and some early entries as far as the players are concerned. Um, Kalnick is there. Michael Harris is there. Matt Olson is there. Austin Riley, all spotted at camp already. Because, like you said, sometimes you just got to get out of the house. Yeah, oh, you honestly. know they need me down there early, honey. Meetings, <laughs> meetings. You know,
2: get together. We got meetings. Uh, a lot of stuff to go over. I'm just gonna leave on
3: uh, Monday. You know, I mean, uh, Wash is gone and Eric Young's gone. I gotta, you know, I gotta be one of the leaders now. I grab the bull by the horns, honey. If you were me, you'd talk too much and blow yeah, yeah, the whole yeah, thing sky high. I've already said way too much. Yeah,
2: because at the end, you would just
3: go, I, I just got to get out of here. <laughs> I just, I'm the worst liar <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Doesn't pay. Just tell the truth and fall on the sword. And soul. I don't know if it's a key card to get
2: into where you have to get into. Maybe it is. Maybe it's a code. Maybe you have to push buttons. But those guys have had an availability. Spencer Strider said, day after Christmas, he went down. Oh, Chris Sale said as soon as he
3: signed, he was down there working out. Yeah, he
2: was. How do I know? Because he did a Zoom from the facility. So, yeah, and, and again, it's open 365. When people say reporting day, it's not like somebody's going to a chain-link
3: fence, taking a lock off it, and going, all right, come on in. They're not still doing there like they used to do in the old days, the rowboat. Pretend they were rowing the boat on the field, like three of them.
2: I think, I, I told Amanda, our social media person, here's what Playing I think. Pepper, Can I get a few guys to actually do side bends, jumping jacks, and that rowing thing? And just say spring training twenty twenty four. The Braves are focused because much because like, again that's how I'm thinking. Yeah. I this maybe I'm getting into the TikTok 30 second and World bust
3: as they roll right. World Braves are serious or bust. World Series or bust. You have to keep doing that as you do the calisthenics during the weight sessions. You go into the weight
2: room and a guy's squatting. World Series. Yeah, I, I just think it would be funny. The Braves are so focused. But the side bends and the jumping jacks and the rowing thing would just be a great visual. The
3: uh Yes, the rowing and the two-man horse. Those are the two things that will make me laugh every time. Simple, yet funny every time. So the question is...
2: Do you know there are people who don't know what a two-man horse is? You do know that. It's kind of sad. Have, they have no idea what a two-man horse is. Yeah, I, I don't know. Matt Lear, do you know what a two-man horse is? Uh, I do not. Yeah. It's two so guys. You run two guys in a horse costume? Yeah. yeah. Oh, one's the legs, one's the... Th- yeah.
3: And one's that, the front, one's the back. Then they cross their legs. Yeah.
2: He laughs every time. I'm not kidding. You know what that makes you? That makes you, that makes you, that makes you adult.
3: Well, yeah, I that am adult. You're stupid, though. Listen, I've been telling you for years I'm adult. <laughs> this just in. Anyway, the question is, who's the fifth starter going to be? Is it going to be Ronaldo Lopez? Oh. Is it going to be Bryce Elder? Oh. Could a guy like A.J. smith shaver shock oh. the world? What about Oscar Renoa? Yeah, What's I don't back? know. Where does he fit in? Bryce Elder, it's no given he's going to be a part of this yeah. rotation. He may start the season yeah. where he started the season last year yeah. on the backfields. Uh-huh. that all right.
2: I don't want to pull a Brian Snicker because it's his line and maybe Bobby Cox before him. It'll all work out. Might not work out good. This is like, the, you know you know the thing about prayers? All prayers are answered. Sometimes the answer is no. Shout out to Jesus. It's yes. not the answer that you want. But something working out, it'll work out in terms of who's going to be the fifth starter. It might not be good workout, but it'll work out. Here's what the Braves are going to do. They're going to break camp with five starters. Now, the question would be with Chris Sale. I don't think you can do this now. I think the Dodgers might be thinking six-man rotation. Kershaw's not coming back for a little bit.
3: But I think to sh- you got go to the, go with a seven-man rotation. But you gotta go with the ace. Back.
2: You got to go to the ace and maybe the second guy and go, would you guys be comfortable with an extra day? And
3: that gets a little bit tricky well, yes, I mean Buck, it's routine. Buck was talking about it during his show, the Buck Blue show, uh, 10 to 11 weekdays here on The Fan. You can hear Buck. Don't forget about Buck Speed. Buck Speed is uh, with Chris Conley of the Niners. That's his latest episode there at the uh, podcast park brought to you by Associated Credit Union. But that's neither here nor there. You're going to have to, even if Chris Sale doesn't want a day off here and there, you're going to have to give him days off. You're going to have to monitor him all season long. He's probably going to fight it. Yeah, don't monitor me. But that's just, listen, I am going to monitor you for your own good. Kid plays with his hair on fire. Yeah, well, that's why we have to monitor you, Chris Hill. We don't need you running out of gas.
2: It's one of the reasons you also give him two years. Whether you believe it or not, whether it's good or not, and by the way, again, I don't agree with it. Alex Anthopoulos did it. I don't agree with everything. You just basically guaranteed Chris Hill, was it $38 million? Uh,
3: Yes, that general area, I I
2: got to get him through the first season. I might have made him sing for a supper, but what I was told is that two years settles him in. He doesn't try to pitch three years' worth this year. Okay, we'll see if that works. His personality doesn't seem to be that
3: way. And you have a couple of guys, a couple of lefties, specifically in the bullpen, that you haven't seen in a while. Tyler Matzik, obviously, since the end of 22. And Dylan Lee went down in September. And these are two guys that you're really going to be counting on in this bullpen. Tyler Matzik, for a number of different reasons.
2: There is going to be real competition. Fifth starter breaking camp doesn't mean you keep the job all year. Fourth starter might keep it, might not keep his job all year. Yeah, I don't know if you know, Nick. It's a very fluid situation. If you have nine, you have four. And I will as say right this, now, we're but the, bullpen, but the bullpen is going to be. There's going to be a little bit of a dogfight. Mm-hmm. And then the second part of that is who gets the seventh inning, who gets the eighth inning. Like who are you in the pecking order of things?
3: I will say this uh, as well. Don't really put a lot of stock in who the fifth starter is. Huh. to begin the season cuz I think we saw that last year with Jared Schuster and Dylan Dodd. Wow, they were lights out. In spring training, they're ready. Pow. Next thing you know, now Schuster settled in, Dylan Dodd, yeah, not so much.
2: I would have I don't have the time for this. But if you go look at who broke camp last year, if you looked at uh, depth chart. and They do do this in baseball, depth chart. Go find the fifth starter on every team, 30 teams. My guess is some moved up to a 3, injuries in front of them. And some guys ended up back in the minor leagues. I
3: think that, both happened with the Braves. My Elder started in the minors, worked his way up, and those two went down. I don't
2: think anybody held the fifth starter job in baseball for the year. Nobody. I think it's over thirty. My guess is it's over thirty.
3: The uh, one name that I kind of laughed at when they first got him, who is this guy? But now who's laughing is Pierce Johnson. Uh-huh. He could be that, that power arm in this bullpen that nobody thought was going to be the power arm moving forward.
2: He also ups the sexy ratio on this team.
3: Yeah, he's a good-looking man.
2: I think he knows it. Uh, he's got to pitch well now because, you know, this ain't Colorado. I did tell him it ain't Colorado. We win around
3: did you pull here. him aside and say that yeah, before you we he thought? Uh-huh. I said, we win around here. Yeah, I've been here a while. I don't know if you know Colorado. High altitude here, but and not as high as Colorado. Yeah, great here. You got a great beard.
2: From what I understand, I met his wife, very nice woman, two lovely kids. We win around
3: here. That's all. Just understand, what happened so, last year... During the postseason was unacceptable. Yes. We win around. I and mean, a lot of people are going to be pointing the finger at you. Was your boy Sal Licata arguing with somebody overnight? You hey, were listening man. to that when I was yes. coming in. I mentioned Pete Alonzo.
2: There's a chance, and it feels good when the general manager of a team says it. It's likely he's going to go to free agency. I'd love Pete Alonzo here. Hey, meathead boy, here's all you got to think about. Swinging the bat four and five times. So tonight.
3: Licata's arguing with a caller about well, so whether or not Alonzo deal.
2: needs to be traded? Right, because if you know you're not going to sign him, trade him. And I agree with that. Because they've won so much with him. Oh, o- wait. No, they haven't. He's a commodity. If you know you can't sign him. And by the way, if you're a good GM, you know if you have a chance. If you're Steve Cohen, you could throw the money at him this February. You wait till November, it could be too late. I Peter think sucks! I think Pete Alonso is going to be insulted. You know what I know about meatheads? They insult easily. Well, they're simple people. Yeah, they insult oh, again, easily. Please, oh, so what I think about trading him? Yes. Again, I told you, I thought Alex Anthopoulos had his eye on him last year at the trade deadline. He says no. Next year, Marcel out, Pete Alonzo in. It's just money, brother. Really? <laughs> yeah. So I'm not doing it now.
3: Who'd it's not you, my fault.
2: Who would you rather have DH in this year? Pete Alonso, or Marcelo Zuna? Because Marcelo just, Zuna had a hell of a year.
3: Listen, I, I don't think that's happening again. Me neither. And I think the odds of Pete Alonzo having an outstanding season uh, favor the odds of Marcelo Zuna having another outstanding season. That's, that's just my opinion. The only
2: thing I'm nervous... Maybe he'll
3: prove me wrong again.
2: The only thing I'm nervous about with Pete Alonso, if he's just a DH, I don't know if that guy could sit still. Like, I might have to tell him, get off the bench. We'll call you when you're next. Decade. Yeah, I
3: mean, have him go lift or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think him... Coming right off the bench, like the bench press, and swinging a bat will affect him because he's a medium. Oh hit. no! Like some guys, you know, they'd be a little too tight. Not him.
2: Oh, he's he he wants to look like a samurai in the home run derby, and I right. told you, I I respect that. He knows what he is and what his job was. And
3: me you know, hit home runs, and and that's it. If you know what you are, I mean, you you win. Half the battle right there. Like, you know, Brett Michaels, he knows what he is. Party gross coming back to town. Marist Bank Amphitheater, August the 3rd. It's all killer, no filler. Just the hits with Brett Michaels. Don Felder going to be there. Dee Snider is going to be the special guest. No one's going to take it anymore. Oh, FiveNation.com. The tickets go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Let's give away a pair right now. That's nice. Caller number five four zero four two three one one six eighty. From what I understand, during the crossover tomorrow to end the program. Yeah. Brett Michaels will be joining
2: us. Nice. I can tell you this. Breaking news. It was a a very, everybody knew what they were getting that night. It was a good show. And he is, I don't do backstage a lot. I did it with my kids a couple of times. He understood what backstage meeting fans were.
3: Didn't he sign your wife's body? Listen, again, I don't know. Did she make that public? Um, It was on social media from what I understand. She did it? Yes. He might have. He might have. That's what he does, though. That's what Party is all about. This guy's got some nerve. Is that an go aside and having a good time. Yeah, his meet and greet What close? goes on at Party gras stays at Party gras.
2: I think so, unless you put it on social media. He's about to catch these hands. I didn't even care. Whatever. Sign the other one. That's what I
3: would have said. Sign them both. Where's she going to go? Where are you going to go? <laughs> Why, February the 20th is a huge day for college football. We go on campus next. It's Domino and Cellini. I've been waiting for... On campus, All right, so, well, we still call it chomping at the bit is Chris Domino. Yes, it's still on campus and it's happening next. You're on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM.
0: This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.
1: It
3: was a hit, Domino. It was a hit.
2: Uh, You do know we get a limited amount of things that we can do to intro the next segment.
3: Domino Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Happy Valentine's Day. It's the X platform question of the day. What is your favorite love song? This is the great Patrick Swayze. There was nothing the man couldn't do. Dance, sing, act. He was a true bon vivant. Be handsome. Rest in peace. Patrick Swayze, rest in peace. A dream season for this yellow jacket. That story comes your way in about five minutes.
1: The college football voice of the South is going on campus presented by Subaru of Gwinnett on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth or shop online at SubaruofGwinnett.com.
3: All right, Domino. so as you know, the College Football Playoff Board of Managers, whatever that means, they are expected to vote February the 20th on a model that would include the five highest-ranked conference champions and the next seven highest-ranked teams in the 12-team playoff this fall. They're hoping that the Pac-12 signs off on this so they can make it official all two teams in the Mm Pac-12. So they could gum up the works, those two
2: teams. I'm holding out. It's that one they want to build a casino right around. We need that piece of land. He's not going to sell. Build a casino around it. And, you know, at one point, you do walk away from the deal. I don't know what any of these people are going to do. I hate this model. I hate this model. What do you favor? Well, I I just need one piece of of information. When I hear 7th through... 6 through 12, 7 through 12, whatever the hell it is. 7 through 12. 7 through 12. Top 5 and 7? No, it doesn't make sense. It's got to be 6 through 12. I can do the math
3: well, on Well, it's me. a 5-7 model. That's what they're saying.
2: Right. 5, it's it's 6 through 12. Because if you did 7 through 12, you're going to have an 11-team player. True. It ain't going to work. So, I don't care. Are they telling me that the conference champions have to be ranked 1 through 5? That's ridiculous.
3: The five highest ranked conference champions.
2: So, what if the conference champion is ranked 13th? then i guess they're out
3: you can celebrate your conference no, championship no they're in they will have five conference teams i'm champions. telling you
1: this is ridiculous it basically means, because now that we're essentially down to four power five quote power five conferences it does mean that a, a lesser if conference in. if you're a conference champion, champion but you here's what so they, they have could could to potentially be 18th but and but they But here's what they're not
3: going to do well, they might not though they could be shut out as well that's out of our rankings
2: nick they're guaranteeing that they're going to be in so either the room of 13 people has to put them in the top 12 or they're going to do the Roberto Clemente thing with the All Century Team? Oh, geez, Roberto Clemente didn't make it. Put him in. <laughs> then who leaves? You do understand you can have a conference that's not good enough to be in the top twelve. Yes. So they're going to they're gonna shove him in. I don't know. Okay, so this model doesn't work. I'm letting you know
3: right now okay. the model doesn't work. We'll see if they change it. That's what they're voting out. Do they not right know now? this?
2: Or you have to get to, you got to get a hold of the thirteen and go, hey, listen, whatever you do.
3: That 8-4 team that just won their conference, so they got to be ranked in, in the top one, 12. But if you're one of the five highest-ranked conference teams, you're in. So then you go with the seven highest-ranked teams outside of that. Yeah. So if you're a conference champion and you're not in the top 12, how are you getting in? They'll just put you, you just in because you're a conference champion? Yeah, that's they, that, that's what a 5-7 model sounds like. I'm putting these five in, and then we're going
2: to get the seven behind them. All well, right. you, you got an 8-4 team that's ranked whatever the hell they're ranked. Why are you going? If that's how I'm understanding it, how do
3: you go with the highest ranked conference champion? So,
2: okay, it doesn't matter. I don't care. Let's just rank them one through 12. Eventually, you're going to have to figure out who gets home field. That's all this is for. I don't care about conferences. This is the dumb part of this thing. This has been the dumb part the whole time. Conference champions have to go. What if they're eight and four? And by the way, you can be a conference champion being eight and four. You just lost the other games. Where are you ranked?
3: It doesn't matter. I'm conference champion. You can't keep me out. why does it say then the five highest ranked conference champions?
1: Because if you win the Sun Belt, you're not necessarily going to get in. That's what I'm saying. So the ACC champion is likely going to be, the ACC, Big Ten, SEC, Big 12 are all likely going to be your four highest conference champions. There will be one extra conference champion from, say, the Mountain West or something. That would, that would.
3: I don't, you I don't know if you're a four loss ACC Stop team, at the conference are, are you going to be, that's my point. And they're how getting rid of the,
1: they're getting rid of the division. So hopefully we, we can avoid four loss I, I, teams it, and well, conference I don't championships. care. I don't care.
2: Look, we should be celebrating it's 12. Instead, they got to come out with more stuff that they're going to, ta- they're going to have another meeting about. Do you not understand this is what they do? Well, yes,
3: they are going to have more meetings that that's inevitable. They're so going to change this. Everything's going to change because they're going to add more teams eventually. How about you shut up? Super Bowl week. How about you just shut up for a week? Well, they're not going to say anything until the 20th. The story just kind of leaked out. Top 12 teams. Top 12 teams. Hey, Mark We're going to buy yeah. home field advantage we'll for the others. others. The That's Athletic, uh, you talked about this earlier, reported first that ESPN is going to pay $7.8 billion over six seasons uh, for the rights to showcase this expanded postseason. they got two years left on their deal right now. They're going to license, sub-license, I guess, games, meaning another network or digital player could air playoff games, but it would be at Disney-owned ESPN's discretion. Well, we own it. So Disney will say who is going to get another game. Mm -hmm. We will decide.
2: Now, Disney, I guess, is, you know, again, there's a lot of stuff going on with Disney in some of its arms. What are they going to sell? What do they want to keep? But somebody in that boardroom, Bob Iger, on top of it, had to say, "We're gonna, we're gonna kick in eight more billion dollars to do college football." I
1: own all this now.
3: That's essentially what the mouse is saying. It's all mine. I'll give you a piece of the pie, but uh, it'll, it'll be my call, my discretion, how big that piece is going to be.
2: This is too complicated. Do you know that Spider-Man, even though he's in the Marvel universe, which is owned by Disney, is not really Disney property? There's a whole lot of contracts and everything else that went before this the other part is when you hear eight billion dollars i told you two ncaa contracts ago is when the players finally this was a headline i think it was like a two billion dollar contract they said wait wait now we're in the billions hmm, i would like some of that it's really interesting that with everything going on and brian finner and i had a discussion this morning brian finner and i don't believe some of the nil numbers These are not even one-year deals. I believe that when I hear $4.7 million for Shador Sanders, $2.5 million uh, for Arch Manning, I don't believe it because I don't think these are four-year contracts where you're guaranteed money. I think these are you do a deal and we make it last this long, but we're not going to do that part of it. We're just going to get it. So until I see a tax return. Which, by the way, these guys better understand. They better have accounts.
3: Uh, They better have a clear understanding that a lot of that is not going to be taken out of the check. You get a car? But Uncle Sam will come calling for it eventually. It's called, yeah, sales tax.
2: So when you hear $8 billion, nobody can be on the side of the players shouldn't get money. Now, how they get it, why they get it, how much they get here's the thing that i tried to tell the brian finneran i don't i don't know if i said it correctly i said finn you could be angry let's just say arch manning is getting two and a half million dollars two and a half million not to play okay let's do the relativeness of this go look at benches on the nba go look at the guy who's making 11 million dollars a year who had an 8.4 rebound season and he got 66 million dollars for six
3: years which one is worse as an investment, which one is worse? Guy's got his hands in his pockets, standing at the end, end of the bench and kind of standing outside Guaranteed of the circle money. when the coach is meeting with the players during timeouts.
2: What did I tell you 15 years ago? I'm all for them getting cars and condos. Here's the deal. You have it for a it's year. like Ken
3: Norman. He was getting paid by the Hawks.
2: Yeah, you just sit there.
3: And they told him, shut up. <laughs> Dur- during timeouts, uh, tell the story. Ken Norman, Lenny Wilkins wanted nothing, nothing to do, to with, do him. with him. The Hawks gave him a huge deal, and he never played. And but they he- told him. He them. kept his mouth <laughs> shut, and they he told collected them. his money.
2: They told him, you keep your mouth shut. Yeah, and he did. And he did. And
3: he would wander off. He'd put his hands in his pocket. He'd have music in his head. Dur- during timeouts... The players would be circled around Lenny Wilkins, and he would not even be near it. He'd be at the end of the bench, looking up into the stands yeah. at the Den Omni yeah. with but his hands he, in his pockets. I'll never forget something. But he was that.
2: quiet, and you know what he got? Every dollar. Mm-hmm. My point to Finneran was, which one is the worst deal? Which one is the worst deal? I don't care what Arch Archmanny makes it doesn't make. I don't care how much he plays. I think it's stupid. You know, I don't even know who Arch Manny has as an NAL deal. So I want the name association, but I don't even know who he's associated with. The six-year, $66 million guy at the end of the bench, that's more infuriating to me because I'll tell you why. The adults, i.e. the GMs and owners, are supposed to know better. George Klievkov, yeah, got a lot of money. Enough about me.
3: He was the Pac-12 commissioner, and now he is out as the conference, the two-team conference, will now target Teresa Gould. She's the conference's deputy commissioner to replace George Klievkov, who in spectacular fashion blew the Pac-12 deal.
2: Oh, yeah. Spectacular I'd like to, what I'd like he to, did. What does he, he put on LinkedIn? You know, what's, Who's his review sheet? You know when you go, oh, I need references? Who are his references?
3: Um, Kleevkov. What's his next job going to be? I don't know. Back he in did the, a job somewhere. No, but back in the not corporate like, world? Yeah, not like this. He knew the deal was expiring when he took over as the Pac-12 commissioner. Did he, nothing about it. Yeah, he panicked. And then he tried to put together, in a panic, that streaming-centric deal. The base payout of twenty million would have left the pac twelve, I mean, way behind everybody else.
2: Given yeah, so as again, a result,
3: everybody jumped ship. Right, as
2: he's he screwed it up enough where there's not even a pac twelve. Good luck to this woman. Now again, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be sports talk Johnny. Are there two teams in the pack twelve? Yes. I could be the commissioner of the Pac-Twelve. Shut John.
3: Thank you. Moving the meter is Chris. I don't mean. think
2: I could be commissioner of the SEC. Sixteen team conference seems like a lot. Two teams? I can be commissioner of that. You hear me, what do I need to know today? Two things. Great. I could still do this
3: job and be commissioner of the Pac-Twelve. You would still do this yeah, job. Oh, God yeah. yeah. Probably what's cost you jobs in the past that mm-hmm. maybe you've inquired about mm-hmm. the fact that you said you're not gonna give up the radio show. Yeah. I've done you, that twice. You, you need I need to have my pulpit. I no, need no, no, my no,
1: pulpit.
2: It's not that. I just I need to wake up knowing that I have this. All the other stuff my wife once said one time well that'd be a great challenge
3: what it weren't they from what i understand uh-huh. I, I don't know if uh, this is uh, something that's just rumor at this I'll point be like alex Anthopoulos. if you get it right i'll tell you from what i understand uh, there was a thought of having you uh, be the right in vote for the mayor of brookhaven that that's what i've been told <gasps> that
2: that was floated <laughs> that was definitely floated we were at an event with the old mayor sort of introduced the new mayor. Yeah. And then the old mayor came over to me and said, could have been you. So, I don't know if it could have been or not. That's too much for me. Like, one person doesn't get their trash picked up.
3: I got to hear about it? You do. You are the mayor.
2: The cul-de-sac, well, we'd like it to be, and, you know, we have a flashing light. We want to turn it into a roundabout. All right, turn it into a roundabout. What do you want from me?
3: I don't think that's acceptable. Then but then you're going to have people say, no, no, the roundabouts, no, that's no going to take away from the aesthetic of the street. No doubt. Then you got to hear from them. Yeah, I don't well, hear why is a
1: roundabout so hard for some people? Uh, that's a very good I, question. It's, you just move. You just go. You don't have to stop in the middle of the roundabout for the other person waiting to come in. Well, you, I mean, you know you the yield though? sign, it, is,
3: it should be fairly simple, but it's not for some people.
2: So I'm going to tell you what that yield sign turns into some people, a yellow light that's turning red. Is it my turn? Is it his turn? And they're going a
3: little too yeah. fast. They go, you it's have, my turn. If you have to yield and you see a car coming, you got to yield. Yeah. But again, that's
1: Mr. It. Mayor, what are you going
3: to do to secure our borders? Down the hall. That's what he would say. Build that wall.
2: Build that wall. Are we having that Sandy Springs infiltration problem again? You stay out of Brookhaven. It is its own country. I don't really know what they call it. What do they call it? We're, we're our own city. but I think You're incorporated, right? I don't know. Texas is not a city. I should probably know what we are if I'm going to be mayor.
3: Right, and one day maybe you will be the mayor.
2: Maybe. I thought you were going to bring up another job situation. I would have told you if you were right or wrong about that. (laughs) That one I don't know about. No, that one I dig a little bit deeper. That one I did say, I could still do the radio show, right? They were like, no, you can't actually.
3: Uh, Scott Cochran, we know, came over from Alabama to become Georgia's special teams coach four years ago. He's no longer with the team. He took a leave of absence back in 21. And when you look at his career, uh-huh. Scott Cochran, he is 44 years old, and he has been a part of eight national titles, titles between his time at LSU, Alabama, and Georgia. But his office is, uh, is clean, it's been emptied out, and we don't know the whereabouts of Scott Cochran. Perhaps once spring ball begins, Kirby will address it.
2: Oh, he will. He will. You don't do anything in a press release other than he is not in that position right
1: now. This cunning count is still on the lam. And he may be in your community.
2: We have a special guest
3: in here. Please don't. (laughs) Don't
1: alarm the guest. Yeah, That's geez. bad for business. This
3: guy's good for business.
1: It's time for the Business of Sports Minute, presented by Southern Company. Southern Company is building the future of energy for the customers and communities they are privileged to serve.
3: You know, Domino, it's one thing to be a mayor of Brookhaven. This yeah. guy is the president and the CEO What's of that? the
1: LGE Community Credit Seems like a lot of
3: responsibility yeah, to Chris Leggett is here with us. Chris, good to see you for the Business of Sports. Thanks for coming in. Hey, how are you all doing today? Uh, good. It's good doing to see you. Yeah, doing very well. So we know that you can see the battery from your offices, but
4: you've been around LGE Community Credit Union long before the battery, right? Long before. Long before. Actually, LGE, you know, we we were started in 1951 by some employees out of Lockheed and Marietta. And uh, we were over there for, about, you know, 70 years of our life. And then in April of 2020, we actually moved to our current location. Uh, we serve anyone that lives or works in the Atlanta metro area, specifically the Northwest area. And, um... You know, more recently, we were named the number one credit union in Georgia by Forbes. Uh, we were named now a that's Forbes F O R B E S F O R B E S the real Forbes. That's Forbes, thank The real right. Forbes. Because every once
2: in a while, you got to look and you got to go, okay, how do they spell it? <laughs> Forbes.
4: Congratulations. Right. That's right. Well, thank you very much. And we were also uh, recently named a Newsweek's um, uh, you know best credit union list uh, for twenty twenty four. And even more recently, and, and pretty proud about this one is we were named as a uh, a gold uh, designee for Cigna uh, from Cigna Healthcare. Uh, for our wellness programs for our employees so we're very proud of that as well just real quick when you
2: yeah. talk about lockheed um there must have been a moment when employees said okay we need something established for us where people are going to try to take care of us let's get into the banking world but that's a really interesting way to start because there had to be people over there who said, how do we help each other going forward?
4: That, well, that's the exact nature of the cooperative, um, you know, is it people helping people. And this was a very few number of folks, uh, at least seven to nine, ten folks. Do you have any idea how much money they kicked in to start this? I have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah. you would think, okay, I know what it can grow into, but yeah. I, I guarantee it was modest. Uh, I, I think it was at the time, yeah. yes. As a matter of fact, in the early, uh, in the 80s, we were about $100 million in assets. Uh, so that was, th- uh, you know, 30 years right. after they originally started, and then now we're over two and a half billion. Can I? Uh, over what? Two and a half
2: billion. Can I ask a question that I think more people have in their minds than not? Is there an actual vault? Like, do you, is there a vault that has, like, <laughs> I'm not telling you, like a don't, bank. Yeah, don't disclose it. But is there <laughs> a vault? Why are you asking? I, I just want a yes <laughs> or no. Like, whether maybe in one of them retina scan things or whatever is the fancy. Is there a vault associated with LGE? No. Vaults
3: are gone. Gone. It's not a thing anymore. Here's your vault. Everything's paperless. Oh. It's your phone. Chris Leggett is here with us, the uh, president and CEO of LGE Community Credit Union. I don't know if you saw, but like 59 million, a record 59 million people, or women, uh, to be specific, watch the Super Bowl. And now, I guess it's fitting you're um, kicking off that campaign. That involves some female voices, the wives of a couple of members of the locker room as far as uh, paying tribute to the female sports fan.
4: That's right. Um, we, we began conversations with 680 to the Fan, uh, some, of the, uh, some of the ladies over in our marketing and uh, community relations business development area. And uh, we, we knew that there, were, uh, you know, there was a great prevalence of women in sports, either as fans or uh, participants involved in it. And uh, it's also one of those things, too. We understand from you guys that women are a big part of your listening audience. I said many years ago, more women, women should be interested in this
2: because it's like taking a glass and putting it up against the wall. The one thing that you'll find out is it's not just your husband or boyfriend. Like, if you really want to understand, we're all a little bit goofed up at this point. I thought more women should listen to maybe get an idea of, What's going on? And it's not just in your house. I promise it's going on
4: out there. Yeah, no question. Uh, you know, the uh, ladies that run the financial services or, or responsibility of their households has increased an, you know, enormously over the years. You're looking at two guys who have no oh, control yeah. of yeah. anything <laughs> financially yeah. It's funny. our household. I asked you if there's a vault with money.
2: I have no wow. idea how much money I have
3: or how much I don't wow.
2: have. I don't. Yeah. Lights are on. Internet works. Right. So does the cable. I'm good. I guess that's all you need. I'm good. That's all I need. That's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we have two guys sitting right here. That that what you're talking about is is
3: factually. Yeah, I wash my hands of any financial responsibility.
4: Well, we know that uh, you know it's consistently reported that, that the women uh, in the families or in the households are are key financial contributors when it comes to uh, saving and spending money. So it's certainly a, a group that we want to make sure that we're appealed, appealing to. And I believe that mother is is honestly i could
2: say this because i've said it i think mother is the most important job in the world but we're not dealing in 1951 1961 where woman stayed home because that's not the case how do women rightfully so and thank god have they moved up in the financial world because they've been in the financial world yeah and they have more opportunity to actually speak it out loud that says, hold on, there are more of us that control more than it's, you guys It's a think. great
3: campaign. Aaron Finner and Tracy Leak, uh, mm-hmm. Brian and uh, Brandon's uh, significant others, they're a part of the campaign. I'm sure it's going to grow from there. i but
2: tell you something. I know Tracy, like in my house. Yeah. I know who wears it. I don't know about Aaron. Now when I can't vouch, Tracy
3: rules with an iron fist. There's no doubt about it. LGE, you're also a a part of the uh, the extra inaugural Veterans Day Golf Classic. And and that's something the Warrior Alliance, you guys are really involved in as well.
4: Well, if you think about our history, uh, you know, with Lockheed, uh, you know, Lockheed built planes that did a lot of uh, service for our service members and wars in the past. And so certainly veterans are a big part of our history. So it only made sense that we do as much as we can to support veterans in whatever way. Um, You you, you know it's a big focus for us in our community and our philanthropic endeavors. We are the first founding partner of the Cobb Veterans Memorial Foundation. Um, in, in Cobb County, there's going to be a Veterans Memorial put up here hopefully in the next uh, couple of years. And uh, LGE decided that it was an important part of what we represent in our history. Uh, we wanted to be a part of that, and we're the first founding partner of that today.
2: Just real quick thumbnail, what do you think of the battery? As as a guy and as a business, I'll call you an owner to some degree, of, of somebody who runs LGE. It,
4: it's, it's been uh, trend, trends transformative quite honestly in this particular area uh you know I, I try to think back to when we didn't have the battery which is hard to do but um you know it, it's transformed the area just look at all of the development that's going on not necessarily in the battery but around the battery uh, it was one of the reasons that lge chose its current headquarters is because we, we believe that it was going to be an area uh that was prominent uh, that our employees would like to work in and are around with all of the options for restaurants and other things that are here. So um, the battery's phenomenal. It really is. It, 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 all you have to do is, is go to a couple of these clubs that are looking to replace stadiums. And, and how many of them are coming here to the battery to check this out? All of yeah, them.
2: they're all coming here. All right, when people find out what you do, let's finish up with this. Uh, if somebody finds out somebody's a doctor, oh, you know, on my elbow, I was wondering, could <laughs> you take a look at this? A lawyer, oh, I've got this little contract thing. When people hear that you're the CEO of a financial
4: institution, Anybody ever come up and just ask for 20? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I can't say that it hasn't happened. Yeah. Um, But no, I mean, hopefully we get into a conversation about what, uh, you know, a credit union really is. And the value of what $20 is. (laughs) (laughs) It's not as much as it used to be, I can tell you that. No, it's not. Uh, Which is why you have to be smarter. That's right. But we're in the banking industry. Uh, but we are a cooperative, which is we, we still carry those values from 1951 to today. Uh, we are here in this community uh, to help the people of this community and their financial needs. So whether that maybe that's a CD or a savings or a money market or a checking account, um, or if it's a loan, if it's a car or a mortgage or a business loan, uh, that's what we're here to do. We're here to serve. Uh, we are not for profit. All of our profits go back to the members and back into the communities we serve. And we're very proud of that. All right, how do people get a hold of you? How do maybe they get an initiative started? Uh, You can go right to our website at lgeccu.org. You can give us a call, 800-770-424-0060. Somebody will pick up the phone, and I'm sure glad to help you. Or you can go to one of our 20 uh, locations throughout the northwest Georgia area. Uh, We're actually going to be opening a new office in Cartersville here in the next couple weeks. Well, Chris, great to see you. Great to be a
3: part of this female sports fan campaign, and uh, we'll certainly talk more about it as the
4: baseball season is just about here. Fantastic. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you.
1: The Business of Sports Minute, presented by our friends at Southern Company. You can check out all our interviews at 680thefan.com, thepodcastpark.com, or on the
3: 680 The Fan app. For Chris Leggett, the uh, president and CEO of LG Community Credit Union, was just here for the business of sports, like you said, probably at a party somewhere. Listen. I got an idea, Chris. Yeah. I can turn fifty grand into one hundred thousand dollars. I can double your money, uh-huh. but I need your help. Yeah, as in I need your money.
2: Uh, you're gonna have to come into the office for that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here having some more d'oeuvres <laughs> and a beer. So Harrison Bucker, we know, kicked at Georgia Tech and was, you know, he was good, but he was average at Georgia Tech. I don't know what's happening. The numbers this year, he was 44 of 46 on field goals. Like if you're playing a video game. Yep. I don't know if you go 44 or 46. How oh, this? If 15 you're... of 15, 40 plus, 7 of 7, 50 plus. Perfect on extra points. And the longest, one of two 50-yard field goals, the longest field goal ever in the Super Bowl. There's That's a pretty chance, good.
2: There's a chance with perfect conditions from the 40, you'll doink two kicks at a 46. This guy's doing it in indoors, outdoors, win, no win. Right hash mark, left hash mark. Big game on the line. First quarter kick, whatever it is. It's phenomenal. I don't know how he got this much better. My guess is... His mind. And you think about it. He I, gets, think, he's, I think he worked his mind.
3: I mean, I, I don't know, but he gets drafted in the seventh round by Carolina. He, you know, bounces around, gets onto the practice squad, and then he goes to the Chiefs after the third game of the season. He missed his first kick huh. with the Chiefs and then was called on for a 43-yard try in the final seconds. He makes that kick. What if he misses that kick? Oh, yeah, it's done. They caught him. I believe so. It's his first game. I he loses so. the game. Yes. You know what happens on Monday? What happens on Monday? Um, they're looking for another kicker. Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying they're telling a kicker to bring the playbook, but whatever their version of bring the playbook is, bring the iPad, yeah, whatever that, it is, I you're I don't gone. Even, I
2: don't think they get anything. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you're just, you're, you're on, there has never been more of a third game of the year he was cut, Yeah, and they bring him in. Yeah. There's never been a more, you're on probation. We'll see. We'll see if we want to actually, you know, date you. And they
3: asked him, did you think about it? If I miss this kick, I'm out. He said, no, I just thought about the fact that I'm going to make the kick. Because he's Can't mind, think about missing it. He's mind right. But it's like Raheem Morris, like you said, if I, if I didn't go to school at Hofstra, if I didn't no have the gumption to approach the head coach of the Jets at the time and Herm Edwards, he didn't take a liking to me, so much so that he recommended me to Monty Kiffin, who was the defensive coordinator in Tampa. I'm not in the position I'm in right now. Kind of the same with Harrison Bucker.
2: Here's the thing. If you get bounced after three weeks and you get bounced after one week on top of that, who's inviting you on? W- where's your Monday coming from? What team is going to bring you in on Monday? Because I think you're probably labeled at that point. Yeah, it's life-changing. Life changing, making that forty three yard.
3: What if the Chiefs don't decide to pick him off of a practice squad? They pick another kicker. He never gets this opportunity. But this season, it's it's, it's as argu- good as it gets. It's as arguably the greatest season ever for now, a kicker.
2: Mark Mosley, you guys don't know the he name. Was, he was the MVP. He was the MVP, MVP of the league. Mark Mosley in a world where you didn't score a lot of points. So that was, Remember, it's like, eighty-two.
3: Yeah, that was the strike shortened season. Yeah.
2: He was the there was a kicker who was the MVP of the straight-on
3: kicker. Yes, he was. So long ago. Yes.
2: You don't know the name Mark Mosley. We say straight on kicker, and you maybe can visualize what we're talking about.
3: Maybe. Not soccer style. He had the flat shoe on the front. Well, this guy was the dog no one wanted, and apparently they're all sorry now. We'll have that story for you next. Here on Domino and Cellini, the fan six eighty and ninety three seven FM. Just for Amino, Cellini, The Fan, 680 and 93.7 FM, the Just next movie. platform question of the day. What is your favorite love song? Just this is a top e list of Chris DeMino. Yeah.
2: Um. Again, play Dancing on the Ceiling right next to this and go, oh,
3: yeah. Or okay. Ballerina Girl.
2: <laughs> well, what was
3: the other one? The creepy one where uh, The Blind Student. Hello? Oh, hello, yeah. Oh, yeah, terrible. This is How I See You. Terrible. you see me? I guess Lionel Richie, when he saw that, as they were making the video, went nuts. Doesn't look like me what? at all? There well, so she is blind.
2: Well, I don't think she was. I think she was
3: sees you. I, I mean, think that was an actress. Yeah, I think mean, that was the premise, though. Yeah, I think that was an actress. Oh, I've been a
4: video, video. Hi, well.
3: A terrible song. Oh, Calling her house I mean, and a terrible song. Listening on the phone. Yeah, yeah, not good. It's oh, mad I- I
4: and then again, I've been down real low. Listen to this. Yeah, this is and not this is the same Lionel Richie.
2: No, 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 no This is how you perform
3: dancing on the ceiling. No, here. the guy who was wearing the gold satin suits jumping all over the place. No question about that. Anyway, maybe you could sing this to somebody at the Chili Dip Open if you're a part of it on the 23rd as we benefit First Tee of Metro Atlanta. I want to thank everybody for making it yet another sold-out event. I want to thank... Some of our sponsors, Harris Cherokee casinos and Resorts, zero F G Energy drink, and the color spot,
2: much like in our family situation, I'm not in charge of much. you're in charge of some things around here and and good, you can have it. I don't really much care. My question of the day would have been where did you ask your wife to marry you hmm. just just whatever details you want to give, like where did you ask your wife do you, you remember
3: right? um, I think she asked me, I uh-huh. think what she told me was um that. My mother-in-law is going to finance a trip to Hawaii Uh if we decide to all go there and we get married. And I just said, that sounds good. We're already living together.
2: So you took the trip with the condition that you got married.
3: Yeah. That's interesting. Why not? We were going to get married anyway. Normally the guy gives the girl a
2: ring. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes the girl gives the guy the trip. My my wife gave me a ring first. Yeah,
3: well, she designed her own ring, so I had nothing to do with that. Ah. In fact... This is the 20 year anniversary of us we got together then we split up and we got back together. This wow. is the uh, the 20 year anniversary of getting back together. Yeah. It's our first official date after getting back together.
2: So what what are the how long was the first go around?
3: Uh 3 4 months. Uh, oh so I was so so then when I people said, ask how long you have been together. And then, then I the said, you know, years. I I think that, you know, I need more time and then uh, I got more time and then I ran into her someplace out in about a Midtown and Went back to her place and I was like,
2: "You stay me back,
3: yeah." What I'll did you stay need? With what did you? And she need was stupid more- enough to, to do it.
2: Uh, uh, you're missing the headline here. What's what- the headline? The headline was, "What were you doing?" That was like, you know, I, I need time.
3: Yeah, I want out of this marriage. I-, I think you know the story. I just care not to tell it on the air. Oh, so sure. dirty was involved. Uh, oh, And I realized, you know what? I got it pretty good over here. I better go back. Yeah. All right. Listen, you learned. Yeah. Man, you're a sly, wasn't there, my <laughs> very, man? Very much so, Billy. Uh, the sly Kevin McAlpin will bring you the Braves Clubhouse report at 2 o'clock. Um, oh, is that news. happening today? Yeah, right. it's I happening look, at 2. I better look at my paperwork. i got some things we got to get. Some news coming in from the NFL Spags. Steve Spagnuolo, as the Chiefs celebrate, their parade is happening today in Kansas City. Got a contract extension <laughs> to stay on as the coordinator.
4: Breaking news.
3: Kind of, sort of, of the Chiefs. 64 years old. Terms of the deal were not disclosed. More. But that's the yeah. terms of the deal, more. He's, he's got it pretty good now as an assistant oh, coach. Yeah. He's not going to be a head coach again. No. He's making a lot of money to oh. stay there. And by the
2: way, you make good money in a place like Kansas City, you're That's, doing okay. You know,
3: four Super Bowls as a coordinator, didn't work as a head coach. You know your role. You know what works for you. Apparently Spaggs is now in that position.
2: I'm going to ask a dumb question. I apologize. I'm going to break all the rules. I know that assistant coaches don't really get looked at. Is he going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame? I don't think he is. Whew. First one in the history of the league to win four Super Bowls as a defensive coordinator. I know. With all due respect, he's not the linebacker coach. He's not the interior lineman coach. He's the DC of four Super Bowl winners.
3: He doesn't go to the Hall of Fame. Well, I think if you ask any of his players, he belongs. Going back to his days with the Giants, he belongs in the Hall of Fame. But I don't think he's getting it. I don't see that happening.
2: That seems a little bit like, you
3: know, not fair. I don't know if uh, Lab McConkey's going to be a Hall of Famer, but nobody wanted this guy. Um, he wanted to play for Tennessee, he told everybody he wanted to play for Tennessee growing up. But the uh, one time Georgia and Tennessee offensive coordinator Jim Chaney couldn't even find the time to visit McConkie, much less attend one of his basketball games. He invited the coaches to do that. Only Kirby Smart came in. Eli Drinkwitz, the head coach of Missouri, also said thanks, but no thanks. Wake Forest worked him out, took a hard pass. And then UT Chattanooga was recruiting him and they told him he was wasting his time thinking he would ever play at Georgia. Well, who's laughing now? Who's laughing now? <laughs> you moccasin' you?
4: That is oh, you and go dogs. That
2: is a t- that's, listen, I know that people negatively recruit. That's a tough thing to tell a kid. And I don't know if he's telling the truth, like, in how emphatic they were. You know, maybe it was more like, hey, listen, we'd love you here. I, I don't think that's for you.
3: Whatever motivates you. Is he invited to the combine? Um, He will be a part of 11 Georgia players at the combine. Okay. They're going to look at his ankle and his back and his 40 time. Yeah,
2: they're going to try to figure out, again, here's
3: what they're They build get. you up to break you down. Right. Especially at the Combine. When we come back, Kyle Shanahan explains the overtime confusion, or does he just make it worse? That story and more next on Domino and Cellini, the hey, fan 680.
2: May, may I tease? Yeah, please do. If you're a Falcons fan who hates Kyle
3: Shanahan, <laughs> let me give you another one. Some fuel to the fire. Domino, Cellini, the fan 680
1: and 93.7 FM. This is a 680 The Fan podcast. To hear more live and local sports content like this, tune into 680 AM or 93.7 FM or download the Fan app.
0: Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? How?